Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We're live at Hammond Stadium in Fort Myers and sitting across from me is a guy meeting for the first time. That's the thing with radio because we talk on the phone so much. It's uh, the Athletics Dan Hayes, who's a beat reporter covering the Twins. Dan, it's so nice to actually meet you face to face. I know, it's crazy. We talked all last year. <laughs> this know. is the first time. It's so. great. Well, it's fun to be down here for spring training and see all you beat reporters. You're here, you're in and out of the, the dugout. Can you just give us a little bit of perspective on what it's like to be a beat reporter for the Twins and how you approach your job every day, especially here at spring training? Yeah, this is one of the, the better times because guys want to talk. You know, they're just so much more relaxed than versus in the season when they are focused every day on, uh, you know, it's the, they always talk about the grind and how hard the game is because they have to perform that night and there's no days off. Here, everybody gets, you know, to take their time and, and build up. It's it's huge for us, too, because we get to stand around for hours just building up our leg strength so that we can stand around for hours during the season. <laughs> Plus, we have a chance to, like, start our re- remembering how to seek out free meals. Like, we find the free meals as quickly as possible. Um, no, it, like, spring training is great because it is relaxed, and you just get a chance to really get to know the guys more, which is good for building rapport for the season. Um because I want to be able to go and talk to a rookie that has just come up um, in season, and I've already talked to him for 20 minutes here. It's so much easier than meeting someone for the first time when they're about to step in and face, you know, um, I don't know, Justin Verlander that night and be frightened about that. If they, they have met us before and have a little rapport, it's very easy. I bet, I bet. And even me, I'm not obviously not a beat reporter, but I find them to be so relaxed yeah. and just really willing to do interviews, which is what a, it's just a great opportunity to be here and have this kind of access. I, it's also that way, like I used to go as a fan um, and it was more Arizona because I grew up on the West Coast, but like there's just sort of this air of spring training where you have a chance to, the player stops at the rail and says hi. I, I think it's a good ease in. It's really long and the last couple weeks, we're here at the right time. Okay. Being here in the first two weeks <laughs> is the right time because the last two weeks, everybody's itching to go. They've, they've been here forever. They're like, why are we still here? And they, they complain about the pitchers because it takes the pitchers so long to build up. And But, um, you know, for the first couple weeks, it's it's just fun and it's loose and it's a great place to sit in the stands and get a little bit of a suntan after not seeing the sun for four months and drink a beer. So I'm I'm very pro spring training. I love this side of Dan Hayes. This is great. 843 coming up on 843. Talking to Dan Hayes with The Athletic. Okay, so the big news today. Yeah. In center field, And you can see that enthusiasm and the emotions from his teammates, coaches. Everyone's excited. I think it's the way he's carrying himself. You just can tell. Uh, last year we didn't see him very light at all and and in previous years even when he was like playing on one leg in 2022 he was enjoying the game and I don't think he really enjoyed it last year and the way he described it was once he had this second surgery which is to remove the plica which I have no idea what that is but apparently some people it doesn't matter and then some it does he said it was like his kneecap was being stabbed with a knife basically every time he went on the field and he made 85 games out of it and he really made a go of it he was really good in april last year and then 
had some bad luck at the plate, and then the physical stuff caught up, and um, he just never was enjoying the game like he normally does last year. It's totally different this year. It's night and day, and you can see it. He's just a dude that really loves playing, and you he wants to play in the worst way, and he works so hard to do it, and he's had just this incredibly unfortunate injury streak that's gone on through his whole career. Um, you always have to take everything with a grain of salt with him just because you know those injuries can pop up but he's in about the best place to be on this field today that he's been in a long time and it should be exciting because he does things that a lot you know not many of his peers can do yeah what did uh, Kyle Farmer call him he's a freak I mean yeah. he's just a freak out there because you know they just he's so even his teammates are yeah. just uh, really energized and excited to see him out there so uh, big news yesterday you were you were where yesterday when this news yeah. broke of Manuel Margot uh, coming from the Dodgers you were hiking or? I was hiking on an animal preserve on Sanibel Island <laughs> and one of my uh, my Dodgers uh, uh, colleague reached out and said hey somebody just tweeted about this trade happening and so I'd start texting people and get it confirmed. And then I'm, like, writing and while I'm walking, <laughs> just typing on my phone, trying to get, like, 150 words on the phone. And I don't remember the last 20 minutes of the hike. It's a good thing that my girlfriend was there to guide me. <laughs> there were alligators on the right. And this is, this is an actual animal preserve with real alligators. And it's a good thing she was there to keep me walking straight down the path. I that would have been maybe the most Darwinian death of all time, <laughs> sports writer. <laughs> so I'm very happy that uh, I made it out alive. And uh, Manuel Margot, the Twins, got a good center fielder uh, option, and we'll see when he gets here. Maybe tomorrow or the next day. What do you, what do you, what do you think, uh, Jim? I know Jimmy was really excited about it. It kind of uh, sets the tone. What, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, look again, going back to Byron Buxton, having insurance is a very good thing, just because. We, we've come to expect that the injury is going to happen. You need someone to be in center field. Last year, Michael A. Taylor was amazing. Um, I think that insurance helped them so much because when Byron couldn't play center, they had a two-time gold glove winning guy to put in center, and he had a bunch of home runs. They really wanted him back. They tried to get him back. The financials didn't match up. Um, this was adding this piece. A right-handed hitting outfielder was so important for them. They have... Matt Walner, Trevor Larnick, they have Alex Kirloff. They have all these guys that are Max Kepler, left-handed hitting outfielders. They need a right-handed hitting outfielder in the worst way. Margot can play center field. He's primarily played center field, but he's a really good corner outfielder. And the thing the Twins have really struggled with the last couple years is hitting left-handed pitching. Margot hits left-handed pitching. So this was kind of fixing a need, um, and they really – it took them two weeks to solve this. They've been – working hard I think there's a little relief that they were able to finally do it good deal good deal it'll be exciting to see how he fits into this uh, lineup so uh, looking ahead what what features are you working on and how do you approach it you've got your daily stories uh, when you're kind of doing the beat reporting here in spring training you have to really balance it because I leave on Thursday and I don't come back till like the end of March 8 March 18th or 19th so I'm gone for 18 days and I'm just saving up stories for that time okay. you know you, you find stuff that isn't necessarily time dependent but it's human interest and it's fun um it's a challenge and i love this you know this is what we're here for like i a lot of people get here and be like oh man starting season starting i'm like no this is the like my mind's warming up after being you know 
on vacation for four months. So <laughs> I'm ready Is that what to happens? Go. You just kind of like lay low and then you're, you start off season news. You wait for it to happen. You find a few stories here or there. You hope the off season goes a little shorter because that means the team's in the playoffs. Um, and you actually have some more to write about, but you know, it, it is weird. Like twins fest is usually that time where you're like, okay, got to start thinking of story ideas and, and go and, there's a lot of interesting stuff for a team that, you know, there's not been a lot of turnover. Um, there's still so many interesting stories, and this really should be a fun team. I mean, Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa were not healthy last year, and the, the Twins won the division and won. they ended that playoff losing streak. If you have Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa healthy with Royce Lewis and Edward Julian and Matt Walner and Max Kepler and Ryan Jefferson, so many guys – this could be a very exciting offense, a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of runs scored at, at Target Field this year. Oh, I like the way you talk. <laughs> Love the optimism. That makes me happy. Well, it's so nice to meet you in person, and we'll continue to talk to you, hopefully, through the season. We love having you on. Hopefully this year I don't have the uh, – no, actually, hopefully I do have the lost voice for uh, <laughs> screaming my head off at the Final Four. I don't think we're going to get that far this year. You don't think so? Not no, this year? No, we're, we're good. It's a good follow-up season for San Diego State, but uh, they're like a five seed right now, so – Okay. Uh, if we win one or two games, that'll be good. That was fun when you were oh, had man, lost your voice. I was so voice. embarrassed. I'm like, this is my first one. I drank tea with honey all night the night before, and it still just sounded like a frog. Sometimes you just can't can't do anything for it. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 